Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. Yesterday, we talked about how we have to teach our kids not to lie when they're young. Another thing we seem to have to teach our kids is not to hit. Now, some may be worse at this than others, but kids hitting one another when they're angry is another thing we actually have to train out of our children. Our default seems to be to want to hurt one another until someone teaches us other ways of dealing with our conflict. Jesus had things to teach us about all of this, even as we are adults now. He carries on with the Sermon of the Mount in Matthew chapter 5, verses 38 through 42, which says, You've heard that it was said, eye for eye and tooth for tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. Give to the one who asks you, and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. So Jesus begins by quoting the Old Testament law, which said that when someone injured another person, they would be injured in return. If you had a fight and destroyed someone's eye, you would have your own eye destroyed. If you knocked out a tooth, you would have your tooth knocked out. It might seem a little barbaric when you put it that way, but the original law was actually meant to put limits on justice. If someone knocked your tooth out, you couldn't retaliate by killing them. The commandment was there to make sure that justice was measured. It wasn't there necessarily to be prescriptive, that if someone hurt you, you had to equal things out. Jesus teaches us another way here. Much has been made of his statement about turning the other cheek. For centuries, Christians have desperately tried to make it not mean taking a punch without retaliating. But Jesus says that we're not to resist an evil person. The implication seems to mean physically, not that we shouldn't resist evil in other ways. It's a very hard teaching, but what did Jesus and the early church model? They seem to have taken these words literally, being willing to take physical punishment without retaliation. Jesus continues on, telling us that if we're sued, we should give more than what is asked to the person suing us. It sounds crazy. We are to give above and beyond even to our enemy who is after us. And if someone forces us to go one mile, we should go two miles. Now at the time, Rome had invaded and was occupying Israel, and it was the law at that time that a Roman soldier could commandeer any citizen and make them carry the soldier's stuff. But the law said that a soldier could only make you go one mile, and then they had to let you go. So Jesus is saying, in the context of the time, when the Romans, our enemies, force us to walk a mile, go further than that. The first mile is what the law requires. The second mile becomes an act of love. And what might that act of love do to the heart of this Roman soldier? This teaching is undeniably difficult. All of it seems to go against many of our natural instincts. But it's hard to read it all together in any other way than we are not to engage our enemies with their own tactics. We are not to retaliate in the way that they are hurting us. We are to respond with love, self-sacrificing love, even if it means being treated unjustly, just like Jesus was treated unjustly, and just like he responded with love in the face of all of it. Today, think of that difficult person that you struggle with in your life, that person maybe who has hurt you. Find a way to reach out to that person in the opposite way of what they have done to you, reaching out with loving action instead of feeling you need to retaliate. Choose the path of love today and be like Jesus as you do so. 